decisions, decisions, decisions. <laughs> so, you know, that's what I think about when I think about this talk that I just had with Sherry. It's a very common decision-making process. It's one that I went through before. I'm going through it again today. Now, in this season of my life, even though I feel like I've made some decisions, but it always comes back up. And it's because it's the life of an entrepreneur. Most people talk about the wonderful, amazing aspects of what it means to be an entrepreneur. You know, having your own time, making your own schedule, not having a boss, you know, over your head, not having a ceiling, just being able to reach your highest potential because you define the rules and the guidelines and the policies, you know, having total creative control. But like everything in life, anything that has pros also has cons. And so, you know, the cons of entrepreneurship um, can be overcome, but they include, you know, everything falling back on you, getting to a very lonely place, getting to a very, um, you have to make decisions that are really, really tough. Um, it can bring about a lot of stress in that kind of thing as well. And so all this comes with some territory. You know, um, the thing about it is, you know, to be a true entrepreneur, then the pros outweigh the cons. You know, so you just learn how to cope with and deal with the cons and you really take advantage of the pros and they literally outweigh. So this conversation uh, with my friend Sherry Goodall, you can check out her podcast at I am Sherry Goodall. That's S-H-E-R-R-I-G-O-O-D-A-L-L. She's a digital marketer. She has a digital marketing agency and she steps into some to this conversation it's really fun being able to just chop it up um, with some people i love and care about and i know that this is something that can help everybody because we all are faced with the same kind of decision making process no matter who we are or where we are in life thanks a lot and drop a line let us know what you think peace so i have a friend who um lives on the west coast and mm-hmm. she's in the same business that i'm in yeah. um and it's so funny because she always is like, you know, I, she looks up to me, but I look up to her. And right. quite frankly, I feel like, and we do some a lot of the same type of work, and we share with each other. Like, we're okay with that. We're not, um, what's the word? We're not um, competitive yeah, in that way. Right. Yeah, we, I mean, we just think there's enough for everybody, which is why I so enjoy working with her. But. I look at her, and some of the very same things that I'm trying to do, she's doing, and she's doing it, and it's coming together far better than mine. Gotcha. I'm like, why? And there are days I look at her, and I'm just like, I want to be her when I grow up. And when I talk to her, she's like, no, I want to be you. (laughs) What what does she appreciate about you? What is it that, you know, what is is it that for her makes her say that? Um, she, she thinks that I'm more knowledgeable than her. Um, she thinks that I have more experience than her and I do in some ways have more experience than her, but where she, I feel like she has more experience than me is that being self-employed. Okay. But the differences are, you know, I have more corporate experience and more, um, education behind it. Mm-hmm. But it, I don't think that makes her any less knowledgeable or experienced. So when you say the thing you appreciate about her, I mean the thing that about her you, you see always like the, the real strength is, like you said, she's been so. Did you say she's been self-employed longer than you have? Definitely. Yeah, she's been she's been self-employed longer than I have, and her execution seems to come together a lot easier. Or it's this it's better it's more. It's more. Um, it's, it, her execution is just better. Okay, so you feel like you feel like 
because I'm, I'm digging all the way down. I think I see where, where you're getting at. I just want to make sure I'm, I'm digging down in the right area. It sounds like it's <laughs> it is why I was like, yes, because, like, you know, and I look for this shit. Um, uh, it sounds like you, what you're essentially saying is, like, her bottom line, like, the way that she, just her, her business model, and just, like, she gets lead, like, she, just coming together. She gets clients, um, you know, she gets contracts, like, mm-hmm. she just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when you compare the two, as far as, you know, what what you not the results, but just the actual formula. Um Yeah. You, so this you, is where I got go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Now I was just about to ask you, do you you probably about to actually answer what I was gonna ask. Like do you do you do you see it is there a difference there? Uh I mean it's so like what is it to you? Yeah, so the difference I think, um, and I know, is that she does this 100% full-time, five to seven days a week, you know what I mean? So she doesn't have any other, um, what's the word? Um, she doesn't have any part-time jobs. She I mean, she does have family. She's married with small children. So, mm-hmm. you know, I guess that's the equivalent of me helping out my mom, you know. Right. But, right. Um, but other than that, she's just out there able to grind more on it, like, yeah. 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 <clears throat> exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just frustrated right now because that's where I feel like my time is going. Um I have so much financial obligation right now yeah. that I and I told you this before, I think, I don't wanna drain my business by Every penny that's coming in, I'm trying to take care of me. So I do the part-time job, jobs um, to meet my personal financial obligations so that the business can breathe. Right. But um, at the same time, I feel like I'm not getting as much business as I want right. to get away from the part-time jobs and to pay myself the income that I'd like. Right. And right. I know that people build you know, lucrative, um, sustainable businesses mm-hmm. while they have full-time jobs. So why am I struggling? <laughs> well, put it like this, and, and this this should make you feel better, especially right now in the moment. I mean, you're preaching to the choir, basically. Because <laughs> the only difference, though, is just that since I've already had the experience where you're trying to go, it's it's allowed me a little bit more understanding of the season right now and, like, just what's at hand and, and how to deal with it. But I do struggle with the same things, you know, and it's and it's just because it's a part of the struggle. Like, literally, this is, mm-hmm. the, this is the side of entrepreneurship, and this is why Gary talks about it so much. This is the side of entrepreneurship where people don't talk about it as much, and so everybody looks at the side of, like, financial freedom and, you know, you get to... Uh, make your own schedule and you don't have a boss. But the flip side is that lonely as hell and like you, you deal with these kind of struggles and they don't go away like just because it's you're the last line of defense like you said like it's all on you. And it can be tough it's not for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. But what I would say though is that based on where you are right now I do if I, I'm going to just go back over what you said just so to make sure that you feel understood. Um, like you said, basically with the place where you are now, you're working in order to take care of the necessities in life. You're doing what you got to do in that regard. You don't mind doing that. It's just that, you know, it leaves you with little time to really grind on, the, on your business and in, in, the, in your field the way that you want to and the way that you see you can do, um, you know, be your friends only and other successes. Kind of what you may need to do in order to really get where you want to go and you're struggling because that's really where you want to put your time um, if you're going to put your time anywhere but at the same time you know because you can't predict income you got to make it work it just it, it keeps you going back and forth or, close side or stuck in the middle even more so um, so do you, do you think do you think that I kind of summed it up Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. 
and I'm doing that for me as well. Like that's for me to get better at mirroring back and you know and that kind of thing. I, I put up a quote. Um, I don't know if you saw it. It's like uh, it's it's more important to feel understood than in like. And anyway, that's mm-hmm. what I'm gonna I, I didn't see that, but I've heard that before, and I think that's right. correct. That's true. Yeah. Or maybe I did see that. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> so I was so I was doing that to make sure I understood, plus so I can practice on that. Um, so with that, right? It's it's really it really comes down to what kind of business you want to build. It's funny because I don't know if you saw that video that Gary did recently, and somebody asked it wasn't this question at all, it was completely different, but it was the same answer. It was a husband and wife that were was torn between two different directions, both would work. Oh, the black and white thing? Um, yeah, exactly. Okay, exactly. remind me, because I remember right. him talking to them. So their, their scenario basically was that the husband had a formula, the wife had a formula, same business, and both would achieve success. Um, we'll go back to watch it again for the exact details. But the, the main thing was that both would achieve success. The the issue was that it was two different paths to, to really like the same goal as far as monetary or wealth, or whatever. <clears throat> and what Gary said that they were dealing with was just they, they were struggling. They don't they didn't know it before that, but they had to decide which kind of business they wanted to build. And basically, in a nutshell, and the reason why I'm applying it here is because it basically came down to like what the day to day was like, like what what the day to day was like, what how the time was spent, what activities were done. It basically came down to that. So, okay, okay, you need you need the, you need more financial freedom to have the time, but you first need the finances. To me, it just a, it's a matter of asking yourself the question of, would you rather work right now in a part-time job and build your business, not just from getting clients, because, yes, I know clients is the way to achieve the financial success, but the other side, which is the side that you and I have been talking about and shopping it with, um, it gives you, working a job gives you leverage to build that and not have as much pressure. Yes, it does equal a longer journey as far as when you're in full stride with what you really want to do. But if, and I'm, I'm going to paint both scenarios because, again, neither is right or wrong. It just depends on what you're willing to commit to and what makes you happy and content. The On the side of working a job and just taking the time to really build a business, having some clients, but it not just being about clients, it being about building your whole foundation in the way that we've been talking about. What that equals is you know, a little bit more time before you're in full stride there. But when you're in full stride, it's the deepest and most firm foundation that you could build to, like, stay on that side and not have, and possibly not have to ever come back to this place again where you have to, you know, look at earning income other than something else. It, it definitely is going to take time to get there. And that time is just determined on circumstances, the field, you know, just a bunch of things, you know, the time you spend, how much you're able to build in your time is really just built on all of the variables and factors. So, and I'm, and I'm going to tell you my story. I'm going to go back to my story so that way you can see how it applies there in a few minutes. But that's at least the one side of things. So that may mean that for the next year, for the next two years, you may have to do the exact same thing you're doing now and just make it more comfortable, make it more um, self-serving as far as just what you need in a balanced way in life to, like, make you happy. And I'm not just talking about getting, you know, to where you're trying to get. I'm talking about even just your day-to-day, your stress levels being down, you being able to take breaks when needed, you just being able to feel all that and feel confident about what you're building. Um and then, like I said, that could take a year, two years. Like that, it just depends. The other side is that you just the other option is that you just completely, you just completely jump, jump into the ocean, and you just say, "I'm quitting all my jobs, and all I'm going to do 
they spend my time just just going on and getting these contracts. <clears throat> on that side of things, you know, you have more time, like how you're seeing with your you know, friends formula. The, your ratio probably is going to go up as far as how many gigs you're able to land because you just got more time to hack away at it. Um, you you probably wind up in a similar or same place financially as far as just just whatever wherever you are now is like it's a lot of financial responsibility. You are meeting it and staying afloat. It might you might not be thriving, but you're staying afloat and things are being taken care of. You have your updates now. It's all like everything is that same. Only difference is that you're on the side of possibly doing work that that actually is a part of the happiness field and brings you more happiness. This is why the Gary thing about happiness is like it's, it's revolutionary, even though it's like just taking hold because that is really what it comes down to. When you choose a method to build, both are going to be hard, both are going to be long, both are going to take time, both are going to take sacrifice, both are going to have these amazing, wonderful times and the times where it's tough. But the happiness deal comes down to like, you know the song, I'd rather have bad times with you than good times with someone else. It's like, yeah. it's really. The one music sold child. I think that's Luther. I think that might be Luther. Oh. Uh-huh. But, like, the, and I, I'm sorry for, like, completely flipping the script, you know, how my mind goes. But I was saying that because what it makes me think about, it's like, it's not that the that really the reality to some degree of the scenario is really that different. I mean, you know, if you're with a person and time's good, or if you're with a job and time's okay, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's one thing. You could be in a totally different What it really comes down to is, like, if you're going to have to deal with bullshit, if you're going to have to deal with good times and bad times and ups and downs, which one to the deepest level is, like, makes you the happiest to do or be in or the most, like, enjoyable. And that really, 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 really is what it comes down to because there's no in-between. It's, it's, it's one or the other um, because just how, you know, how the thing is as far as really building your, you know, your business or working on your personnel or whatever, building your legacy, your life, and reaching your goals. It's just a matter of if you're going to deal with shit, which one would you rather do? Which scenario would you just rather deal with it? And then, then once you make that choice, then your mind, this is the, the whole, you know, changing perspective of the mind thing. See, the, one of the toughest things about where you are right now, even what I've felt even all the way up until this point, whatever, is limbo. The limbo yeah, piece. Okay. You said one of the toughest parts is, and then you fade it out. Say that one more time. One of, one of the toughest things you've been dealing with is the limbo piece. The limbo part is, as far as, like, being torn, is harder than actually just making a choice, accepting it, dealing with the ups and downs of it. But at least you know you are on one side. It's wild because it actually reminds me of <laughs> total total different subject again, but it reminds me of um, – my first marriage and when I got separated and during the time when we were separated, the limbo part where like I was cool with either direction, like whether we were going to work hard at it and make it work or whatever, or we were just going to accept it. It was the limbo. It was the part of not receiving an answer from my partner and being like in a limbo state. That was actually worse. Once the decision was made, then the acceptance of that like led to like everything being all right. So I'm just saying that it's the same thing here. Um, it's, I know it's not an easy choice. I know it's a lot, and, it, and it's a lot because I feel the same thing myself. But it, it really is what it boils down to. You just have to, I mean, yes, you have to be realistic as far as things, but it's really not about being realistic as much as, as, it, as it is about which side are you going to commit to and make that shit work and grind it out and actually have the, the mental the mental like the sanity where you can where you feel okay at least to to walk that one out. And so right. if if I give you my example of that, like right now, you know, mine has been that I've chosen to walk it out on the side of grinding it out. And it's not easy. Every day is tough. Um but I at least know that I made the right decision because I do know 
on the other side, how then that would be for me having a, a nine to five that's totally not what I do. It's, it's it, it it robs me of most significant thing that actually allows my mind to be at peace when it is at peace, and that is that I at least have my time, and my time is at least not taken away from me with something that I really, really don't want to do. Like, for me, that outweighs the money of it, because I could get the money of it, but I could not be happy. I realized I could not be happy earning the money that I need, but yet my day-to-day is not spent doing what I really, really care about the most. Um, and I also realized that I could look at it in another way, like, okay, I could just do that for a certain period of time. But then the, the issue became, like, same thing, a loss of time, which is to me deeper than a loss of money. But then the second piece was I, I thought that I might get into a loop, a trap, where I couldn't find a way to get myself out of that and, and really do what I want to do because – this you always need money and security uh financial security is like high on my list just naturally as far as just my DNA. So I will always find a reason to keep that job or not walk away from it. Um and the only other way that it would work is if I gave myself enough time to save up enough money to then make the leap. But then I feel like that would be that would be like a couple of years. And I don't I really don't want to i I'm too right. I'm too deep in what I already know is going to work if I just hammer it away. And then when you look at those two years, I'm like, if now this is what comes back to the surface level question again. I'm like, if I'm going to spend two years actually working to get out of this place, it actually just makes the most sense for me to be building on this other side and not on the side of a nine to five. In the long run, in the macro, it'll because I'm gonna have way more content. I'm gonna have way more connections. I'm gonna have way deeper impact in people's lives. I'm gonna I'm going to have, it's just going to be much better. And instead of at that point starting from, so to speak, from a from scratch, so to speak, and just having a lot of money and then just, ah, like, ah, I, talk, put it like this. As a matter of fact, this should really drive it home for you. When I, when you texted me this morning and I was like, yeah, give me five minutes, like, I got a million things to do. But at the same time, though, in, in feeling anxiety, you know, regularly and, and in dealing with the same things that everybody else deals with, this actually relieves it. Like, literally, to, to to talk to someone and to talk about something that brings me the most joy in life, it relieves it. So, it that right there, right there, like, that's, at some point, I realized that's all I need to really actually look at and consider because that's the real name of the game. Like if I don't have my if I don't have my relief, <laughs> if I don't have my times where I feel good about the quality of my life and I have as many times as possible, the shit is just like, yeah, I'm gonna be thinking some thoughts that I don't need to be thinking, you know? Yeah. And that's what it really comes comes down to. And I'm faced with that shit every day. But I realize it every day. It it helps me actually understand this more and more every day. So what you know, what is that what does that make you think about or how does that hurt Well, you know, I think that you're right. Um, I mean if I had to choose I probably would continue to do what I'm doing. Right. My obligations aren't just for me, I have right. that I'm responsible. Right. So I think the stress of um well, I need your help. Right. Without the side job, it's right. worse than, than just keeping the side job and taking longer to do it. I agree with you. Yeah, um, I can't. Your phone is a little muscle. I don't know if you're in my uh-huh. situation. Can you hear me better now? Yeah, that's better. So, I, if I could, like, I could not agree with you more as far as that perspective, and here's why. I, I know what you mean when you talk about financials, but that's also the same thing I'm dealing with. Like, it's, it's another level of what, make, what makes my situation tough. I don't have any family, and, like, I don't have any help from anybody. And, even, and the people that could help me just are, we're in different, I mean, I put it on Facebook the other day, it was like a difference in values 
a difference in family values to make, I mean, a difference in values to make family feel like fun. It's like I've had extra financial and responsibilities around my my daddy, you know, and that, so I feel you on that, and I actually connect on that. I, I also agree with you because of your industry, your passion for it, and another thing that I want to help you to guard at all costs, which is if you go, if you grind it out, then you're faced, you're, you're, you're right in the face of your dream and of your passion. And the problem is if things aren't going well and you're stressed, then you're going to develop a different relationship with your dream and your passion than you want to develop. I, I said to myself, and, I'm, and I, I operate in this every single day when it comes to music, I said, if I have gigs or opportunities that, like, really are there are such negative experiences or, or unsatisfying experiences, I was going to stop those things altogether. And if music in general was like that, I was going to stop before it got really bad because I didn't want the thing that I had the most passion for and the most love for to turn into something where it, I had a different kind of relationship with it because of right. because of other things. And I feel that around you. I felt that in the last conversations where we've been talking about this, and it, and it remains consistent, which kind of lets us know that this probably is the better direction. I'm gonna tell you the thing I think is gonna be a solution. It's going back. It's going deeper into where we've already been, but it's gonna mean more now because we just had another place. I think. Okay, part of your part of your time that you're going to be spending outside of working and taking care of responsibilities like this, mm-hmm. the work that you do to cover your financial responsibilities. The rest of your time, yes, you're going to be using to build your business and to and to connect with clients. But the other part of that time, I really think you need to start. And this, and this, this isn't extra time, like where you got to have more time. It's just taking advantage of the your moments and like, I think it's going to be really going through this journey by just doing more documentation of the journey, like more just just more talks that's just about what you're dealing with, the road to it, your everyday. You're just like, you know, this is like I'm working today. This was cool today. I hated this today. Like this is, this is where I am. I'm thinking about two, three years online. You know, like, I'm saying, like, it's therapy because you get to, first of all, express your feelings and emotions and just have that flowing, you know, and just for yourself to get it out and then, you know, for people to support you and be able to be encouraging to you. It's just, it's just therapeutic. And then you're you're doing, and this is, this is the way to cover, like, several different things at one time because then you're also building relationships and, People care more deeply about you. You know, you're a result of that in my life. Like, it's exactly the same thing I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's going to be therapy for you. Plus, you're going to be getting out what you need to get out, and, and then you're going to be making relationships and making people actually have a deeper investment in the other things that you're working on just naturally because they're just more deeply invested in the person. Then thirdly, you're creating content. And that content is all going to be valuable to everything you're trying to do. And it also gives you a sense of, like, doing something. So you don't – then you'll start to feel more balanced even in this decision because instead of looking at it like, okay, I get off of work and I got, like, I got a couple of hours so I can run and do this, you know, this like have this meeting, try to – like, that's one part of the equation. It just can't be the whole. It just can't be the whole stuff. It's time to take advantage of more what I call invisible time, which is like, okay, you've got plenty of drives to and for work where, you know, you're just, just all this that you're talking, even what you're talking to me about, like, this is just a part, this is just your life and this is your journey. And so the person that's, that's in, in the process of creating very huge and impactful um, digital marketing agency and and like like this is this is that person this is what makes that pop and that makes this pop like this is what makes that pop and then same thing vice versa because when you when you're at your 
I just I just said this to someone yesterday. When you're at the mountaintop, we were talking about this with Maya Angelou, and we were talking about, like, what if instead of just hearing Still I Rise and just being right there at that amazing high point and taking off from there, imagine in addition to that, like, Maya had a drive home one day when she was just like, I'm frustrated as hell. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm upset right now. Like, like, things aren't going well. I'm frustrated. Um, and that was the moment that led to like her writing still I write, you know, still I'm frustrated. Mm-hmm. Now, but anywho, like in addition to all my shit I got going on, I have been working on this beat, like you know, and I think it's pretty cool. I don't, I'm, I'm at the point now. I'm trying to figure out the name of it. Like I'm, I'm torn between like, like raise up or like we ride together or still I rise or fly. Anyway, it is like a little bit of a Like, just, I mean, that right there makes makes Still I Rise even two, three, four, five times as, as uh, more impactful than it already is for us. So if you if you can realize that about your, your about everything you're trying to build, and you, and if you can realize the value of that for just you first of all. Because you get the chance to just vent for yourself, get support, document, and and then you realize how it factors into. I can't wait for the day when somebody somebody you land a contract where somebody's like, yes, I want you to do it, and it, but it's not because of the products and services you put before them. It's because of the way you poured out your heart, you know, on something where it, where it's just like right. your value. Like I just I don't care. Like I just want you in my corner. That's what's happening to me right now. That's what's happening to me. Like, <laughs> I met I met someone um, recently, um, about a week and a half ago now, and we met because of just her coming to like a gig where I was working. That was my, that's my part time job. Mm-hmm. But because of now how I look at that, and I, and the value doesn't just stop now at like me getting $100 for a gig, I've now done the same thing I'm telling you where I'm like, okay, I've realized now how much around this experience is valuable. And so now I've gotten to the point where I've got my, my card that, that shows everything I do. And the entry point is just that you heard me play some music and you enjoy that. But once I shake your hand and once we start talking, especially if I hear something where I can help or that's my passion or something like that, then all of a sudden you realize via like this other content and everything else I'm doing that like we have a point of connection. And then before you know it, like with this person, before you know it now we yeah. establish a lifelong relationship. And um, I'm actually like a deep coach in her corner and deeply investing in her, her legacy. And I told her the other day, I was like, if it weren't for the fact that we just we decided that we were going to be connected and we we're going to be friends just forever, and so with my friends, I just pour out. But I was like, if it wasn't for that, you literally would be hiring me right now to get me to do the same thing that I'm just telling you. And she was like, Yeah, you're right, because because said that. She's like, I I just hired you. That's not the point of entry, as far as like how we connected, but that's because of me. They, I played with three or four other people that night who that gig for them, the beginning and the end and all the value was literally just that they came somewhere, they made some money, doing something that they love, which is cool. Um, and and that's really it. <laughs> that's honestly it. But I've, it's, it's all, I just put up on Facebook, you know, the, we all have the same tools and resources, you know, it's just perspective that's making us do different things with it. So, yeah, it's if you can realize that, it'll make you content once you start to flow with it because you'll realize that you are building your business. You'll realize that you do have more time than you realize as far as to build into your what you're building. And you start to realize the value of the time you're already spending doing what you're doing. It's the reason why I, when you told me about your jobs early on, I was like, 
I was starting to think, and I was like, okay, I wonder what she does there during the day. I wonder. I'm thinking about everything in addition to just, like, your actual job, <laughs> where you could, you know what I mean? So, anyway, I'll, I'll pause there. I don't know I'm going on. But, yeah, like, that's, that's where my head is, and that's, that's where I think we are with this. Well, I thank you, sir, because, you know, I was like, if anybody knows, they were going to help me talk through this. <laughs> I was feeling some kind of way. Right. Right. So, yeah. And I don't know if there's run right away, you know, I, I was just saying I'd pause just a little bit. I'm not going to, I want to make it more balanced or whatever. So I'm not just talking. Yeah. Just talking. Um, but, yeah, and, and, and it's, it's going to be one of the things that in a week you're going to have the whole conversation go back through your head again. It's, it's just what it is. But over yeah. time, though, what happens is the truth winds up being in the pudding. Over time, as you follow through, then you'll have less and less of those moments because of what you're building that reaffirms what you what you know, what you're learning, what the decision that you made. Like, it works itself out. Now, I was fortunate. This is This is me now telling you, like, my story and like the part that like why I really understand this and, and even really why I'm in this position to talk about it. So I was fortunate because when I was at the same point where you are now and where I am again, I was my job, my part time job and my full time business happened to be in the same exact field. I was just okay. I just happened to be really fortunate, you know. And then I knew what I was. I knew what it was. Like I was like, this is a great opportunity. But now, of course, I I, I value it even more deeply because I'm like, damn, that was that was rare. And but here's mm-hmm. the thing: it still was the same scenario where it wasn't so much the ingredients; it was the chef. Because I just looked at it and I just took advantage of that. And so what I mean by that is, you know, when I was 21, I um. I landed a job uh, with the church um, playing, mm-hmm. you know, playing in the church or whatever. And at that point, even get that transition from a nine to five to that being able to play music full time, it was like a hundred dollars more that I was making a week, which was a plus for me because I was only 21. I didn't have children. Um, I didn't have much financial responsibilities, even though I, even though I was out on my own, but I had my, myself and my wife at that time, we had saved up like, and over ten grand, so like our life was taken care of. So I was, so I didn't really need to make a whole lot of money. I just happened to be in a really fortunate place in life, to where that job that I took was right in the field I wanted to be in. Um, I was able to do that job and get experience and all kinds of things that was going to funnel right into what I was trying to build, what I would later decide to build. Um, because that, because my dream to build my own business came after I got it. In fact, it, I think it probably came partly out of having that job and then realizing the potential of something I could do on my own. But yeah. at any rate, and what, what's funny yeah. about that is that um, at my part time, mm-hmm. they now have me doing the social media for the school. Okay. And the other okay. day, they brought me in. Like they, the last two weeks that I've gone in, we have events every Saturday. And they literally have me on the table for five hours just with your social media. Okay. Okay. You don't want me doing nothing else? (laughs) Okay. Check this out. I'm so glad you told me that. Callie, I'm so glad you told me that. That's gold right there. Now, if Mm -hmm. we take, if we take what, what I, what I was going on, you know, going in on a few minutes ago about like how to take it and just, and inject more value into it. You have a you have a grand opportunity to do that with that, and all it is is mindset. Okay, here's where my mind goes immediately. <clears throat> this is Barnes and Nobles. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have the potential to become like the new the new face uh, in the field of marketing when it comes to Barnes and Nobles in general. Mm-hmm. Off of this. Because you already got a foot in the door, like you said, they now you they, they that's great. They got you on payroll for a few hours, so boom, it's already shifting into where it benefits you twofold. The rest is on you. It's it's not the ingredients, it's the chef. So what I would do if I you first thing comes to mind, my mind is 
slows down with ideas. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> um, the first thing, and you probably already know where I'm going with this. It's just the umbrella, but I'm gonna break it down. The first thing is documenting this shit. That's the first thing. And there's a bunch of ways you're able to do this. But I'm saying documenting because you have a, a, a popular um, brand that you get to attach your name to. And there are other, because of the, with the state of the world, there are other, uh, other branches of this same brand out there that mm-hmm. need that same help. <laughs> they need it right away. Right. And the biggest reason why, let me see if you can. If you, if you already know this, but I want to see if you if you know where my mind is going. The biggest reason why they like Barnes and General, Barnes and Nobles in general, needs big help and is in trouble is what? Right. What do you think? What do you think my mind is going? Why? Why? They they, call me. Right, but why are they in trouble right now as a as a brand? You know, I honestly don't know. Amazon.com. Oh. You mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's no... pretty much the state of everybody. <laughs> exactly, right. And that's, that's why I don't even blame you for, for, like, that's almost like, it goes without saying, like, that's a household name, like, the sky is blue, Amazon is dominated. Right. <laughs> right, right. That's what it is. Now, here's the thing. That actually gives you a grand opportunity. Now, oh, man, okay. So we have a lot to talk about with this, and it's not going to be all done in this conversation, but because it's... Okay. But I actually have to go. Okay, yeah. yeah. But okay, I want to hear this. Okay. I want to hear this. All right. How much How much more time so I can make sure I'm being, I'm being on point? Five okay. minutes. Honestly, like about five minutes. Yeah. Right, five minutes. Okay. Here we go. Um, Barnes & Noble is, is uh, like you said, like, just like every other industry, industry, but especially with the book, I mean, in this case, with the book deal, and consuming content that way is in trouble because soon, you know, there won't be a reason to go. The only thing they have left is the same thing Gary always talks about. It's just brand. But brand part is only partly like being a household name. Yes, you're going to have some people that are just purely book enthusiasts and they like to come into a place and experience a book, hold it, buy it locally, walk out, all that kind of stuff. Um, but that's not what's going to save Barnes & Noble's. And they might already be on this, but this is what I know just intuitively whether they want it or not. Unless they create a deeper experience in Barnes & Noble in different ways, uh, that's the only way they're going to be able to hold on. Um, that means, right. like, more people coming in to read. That means it being more of an informational center for other things. It means more community. If Barnes & Noble mm-hmm. does not turn deeply into a community thing, you know, in the next 10 years, it's, it's going to be, struggling to survive and then maybe, you know, gone. They, you have to give a reason for people that want to come out and commune around books and information and that kind of thing. I actually mm-hmm. said the same thing to this beautiful bookstore on Falls Road. It's this beautiful, tucked away bookstore. Um, and they, when I asked them, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I love a bookstore. Yeah, I'm going to direct you to it because it's actually a really nice, quaint bookstore. And here's the thing. It's in an area where they've got money and everything, so it's really, really nice. I asked them, when I, as soon as I looked at the store, my mind immediately went into this other place. I saw this, this beautiful environment, this intimacy. And I said, how many authors do y'all have coming here just reading the children? And they looked at me like I said something from Planet Mars, and I was like, this is why I'm this. Is <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. So we got, you know, I went down the pipe with them and they saw the value. But I realized that, okay, if you take this opportunity of mm-hmm. documenting what you're doing with them and how and even using that to create content, showing people the same thing, and you even fashioning it in the form of, like, Melbourne Barnes and Nobles, you know, with this. that might not be like what you do every time, but I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. that there being present, the fact that it's real, and the fact that it's doing it, and they, and they probably, you would have probably no problems with them with any of this documentation because, from your perspective, you're just like, I'm just trying to help other people, and they're, you know, more likely, like, hey, it's great, like, help the world, we support blah, blah, blah. And it's not doing anything to us, like, yeah, you're not asking anything from us, you know. Mm-hmm. That, 
you could then turn that into content for, for just clients in general, plus it showcases what you do, and you don't have to make it up. You don't have to make time to do this or, or come up with projects to do this. You're already doing it. So you're just taking advantage of what you're already doing and just being smart about it with that kind of And then you can also, in a very short time, start boosting, like, your content to Barnes & Nobles in general, where uh, where Barnes & Nobles uh, employees as well as branches all over the place, the United States, see this content, and you become the new, like, this is this is this this woman who we just all hear about that's doing some things in Barnes & Noble when it comes to social media marketing. And the beautiful thing is there's going to be out of all the branches out there, there's going to be other branches that are like, oh, my gosh, like, we were thinking the same thing. Like, we, <laughs> we're right there. And before you know it, you're the name that they call, but then now you have the ability for full circle to come into play, and then you could now you got a track record with like, like you know, with a, with a brand that everybody knows, and that it gives you it gives you clientele, it gives, because of course people within Barnes and Nobles um, who work there, all of us are dealing with the same thing, needing social media, understanding social media etiquette and everything. So yeah. Yeah. this is this. This is oh man, so glad so many. Okay, that's it right there, and that will make you happy because you'll get immediate results, and then you'll feel like you're building what you want to build, and you'll feel like the time that you're that you're spending in life is worthwhile, and that's going to really decrease your stress levels, make you generally happier to go to work. Oh gosh, oh gosh, even even just going to work and coming from, and just what's going to start happening happening with your fourth, your before thoughts and after thoughts. So I'll stop there because, you know, you know how I can go about stopping Right. There. Yes. No, that'll work. Yes. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad you brought that up. Golly. That is, that's it right there. It's that, and I, and I have a saying called uh, get paid to practice. It's it's something that, that I kind of learned in the musician world. I like that. Yeah, when you get a gig where you want the gig anyway, and it's and it's and the money from it is definitely helpful, but like you, like you do something musically, like you work on something that you want to work on anyway, or you, uh-huh. you know what I mean, or you, on the total flip side, uh, you like how I do now. I don't think about just the notes and stuff that I'm playing. I think about like I can't wait to like. From this performance, the person has this like, oh my gosh, like I was so deeply impacted. I can't wait to shake their hand, and eventually, because of what I did for them musically, they'd be like, you know, wow, like who are you? You know, like you know, and I'm able to boom and make a different point of connection that leads to something completely different that I have a passion for. Like that's getting paid to practice, but it's mm-hmm. and it's on you, so. Congratulations. Oh my gosh. That's gold. Oh, that's gold. That's so gold. So okay, we'll you know, we'll pick it up. Um, um, um oh no, this is something completely different I was trying to say. Oh good. No, I was saying go ahead. I'm listening. Oh, I was gonna ask you, um, how do you record audio when you're on the phone? Like, are you using an app or what do you? So I use an app. app. I use an app that's called. Hold on, let me look at the name. It's from. Announcing it right. It's called Tape. Tape a call light. Tape a call and then L I T E. And okay. it's an app you download from the app store, and you basically, I think it might be like. Five dollars a month, ten dollars a month, or something like that. Okay. And all you do is you just hit the app either before you make a call or while you're on a call, and the app is you just it's like calling a phone number, and that phone number as soon as you call it, as soon as you hit the button, it'll just call it automatically, and then it then it's you hear a beep sound and it's like all right, it's ready. And all you do from there is just either call a person or, like I said, if you're already in a call, you just click over and just hit the app, and then it, it merges with the call. Like, a, like it's really like a three-way call, you know. 
And when it's finished, when you finish the call and you hang up, it automatically stops and then it goes on. It says, now, then it's in your library. It's like an archive of recorded mm-hmm. files. And then from there, you can share, you can upload, you can do whatever you want to do with it. Um, share it. So I like it because, like, you know, the way these apps work, you can hit share right from these kind of programs, and then Anchor is like one of the options, and then it uploads straight to Anchor. So, yeah, that's how I do it. And I was first using one where you had to pay for like credits, and those credits gave mm-hmm. you a certain amount of hours, and that was cool too. But then I found this one where it was just like you just pay a one fee a month, and of course, that's for what I do and how much I do this, like, boom. But yeah, that's what a tape, tape a call like. Got it. All right, I definitely would do that because um, that and I'm going to figure out iMovie because I have some videos where I want to grab the audio from them to make them into podcast episodes. Okay. The easiest way to do it, if you just, all you want to do is just pull the audio straight from them. Mm-hmm. So if you, are you on an um, Apple computer or a PC? Um, I have both the piece, the Apple, the Apple starting to run funny. I need okay. everyone. I'm speaking that out to the universe. I need right. a new MacBook. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You sound like me. I did a, I did a video uh, for that, like, like a while back, like six months ago. Like, I need some new computers. I was just in a moment when my computer was slowing down, and I was just like, oh. And I did a video, and people, people, you know, they, they engaged. I thought it was funny, but some people were like, well, how can I help? Um, I was, the reason why I asked that is because when you have a video, if you're on an Apple computer, if you just open the video and you allow it to open in QuickTime, you can you can hit the export button, and one of the options is to export the audio only. And it'll just it'll just convert. It'll just oh. really, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Now, if you if for some reason you needed to, well, you don't. You're, if, if you're if you're uploading it to Anchor, then you can just edit it if you need to at the beginning or something like that. But, yeah, that's all you got to You literally just open up the video, and it, and it may even be, uh, I believe in PC as well, I believe in when you open up. I, mean, I, haven't, I haven't used a PC in a long time. But, yeah, if you just open up the video and then go to the file menu where you can export the video, it'll, one of the options is audio only. Wow. <laughs> all right. That makes me excited. <laughs> All right, so we still got to hook up and hang out and talk and chop it up and all that good stuff. Um, I'm around until through Saturday. I leave Sunday, and I don't come back until next Thursday night. Did I tell you I'm going to Canada? No, you didn't. So, okay, um, Ontario, but I'm going to a different city every day. So the contract that I have, um, I told you I had a contract, the one contract, the big contract that my business has is with Skillpath. I told you that, right? No, you said with who? Skillpath. Okay, no, you didn't tell me. I didn't... Okay, so Skillpath is a training company. Um, well, they do seminars and they um, hire people like me to teach their 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 um, courses to their clients. So um, I teach. I actually have a couple of categories that I I teach for them, but my primary category is social media marketing. Okay. And then um, I also have to, been doing a lot of women in leadership um, seminars. Mm. And my next one that I'm adding, one that I'm really excited about, is mm. emotional intelligence. So who? You're right. I'm dealing with so many people. Like, it's crazy the people that's, that, that, my, that I'm surrounded yeah, go ahead, keep going. Well, I'm picking up emotional intelligence. I'm adding that one forward just yeah. because I think that couples well with um, leadership, and I think mm-hmm. also it couples well with marketing, right? Definitely. I mean, emotional so, intelligence is like literally, truthfully, it, it not only couples well with it, it's like the foundation of everything, but you right. really realize so I, 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 I actually asked them, can I, can I right. sign on to teach this as well? So they were like, yeah. So anyway, so I'm so they sent me a contract. I'm going to Canada on Sunday to do a women's leadership um, seminars. Question: Will uh-huh. you be sorry to cut you off? Will you be in Toronto at all? 
You know what? If you go to my, my Facebook page, my business page, okay. I put all of my seminars where I'm going to be under the event section. Okay. So you'll if see you all of them. I'm, I'm in five different cities, I think. Okay. The reason why I ask, real quick, the reason why I ask is because the person that I started telling you earlier that I just met someone last week and we talked, that person I was talking about, her name is Coco Lorraine Zira. And mm-hmm. she is a motivational speaker. Um, she works with women and trauma and those kind of things. And she has she has a major name and impact in Canada, especially in Toronto where she lives. And she deals with emotional intelligence. She deals with all these things. That's why I said, I'm like, man, this mm-hmm. is. And if it's possible, and I'll, you know, we'll see just depending on time. I think it would be a, a great person like to connect with, who's actually on the same journey, same thing, building building her legacy. She's, she's been doing this for close to 30 years, but now she's, you know, we're talking about everything that I'm talking about with you. It's, it's about helping her mm-hmm. with her, her brand and her, her content and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I just think, I think with what you're doing and the fact that she is a name there, even just the connection, yeah, I would love to meet her. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll work on that. Let me um, what I'll do, I'll forward you. Do I have your email address? I think I do. I've emailed you before, right? I think so, but I'll text it to you just to, just to make sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have it. I'll I'll forward you my travel itinerary because I've never been to Canada before, so I'm really really looking forward to it. Mm. Um, I don't know how much I'm gonna actually get to see because, like I said, we. We go to a different city every single every day. Every single day, yeah. Yeah, you know, we document. do the seminar, we pack up, and then we we head to the next one. Please document this journey. Please, please, please. Just, just record okay. it. Just, just do videos to your phone. Do or do do anything and everything. Your, your, why you're going there? Just what you expect, what you're thinking about, what you're afraid of. What you just document it, please, because um, because one of the things you'll do very soon. Uh, is to take that and just to have somebody for ten dollars on Fiverr to put that together and just and just you just need that. This is this is this is the stuff right here that's getting ready to get you clients and start to make you have weight in the industry. So definitely, okay. yeah, that can be as much. Yeah, because my girlfriend she was like, "Well, now you can add that you're an international speaker." I was like, "Oh shit, you're right." <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm like, yeah. I use my passport to get there. That's exciting. <laughs> yes, and 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 let me. This is a little hack that I just I just thought about. I'm like, this will be the first time I'm saying it to anyone, but it'll be the thing I start to say. When you when you when you're flowing with this, anytime you think about something where you for a second think about documenting it, and then you're like, it's eh, not really fine. That lets you know you need to document it. Actually, anytime you have a doubt about it, that's a double. That's a double. Trust me, I. Because it's the why do you the, say that? Though? Because that's how it can. What happens is there the things that we don't that we've been taught and been conditioned or either learned or just don't think is valuable is actually the most valuable because it contains the most nuances the, the most nuances as far as either authenticity or, or relatability. Like it's 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 something that's. I can't I can't explain it, but it, it, explaining it doesn't even really do it justice because it's not an analytical thing. It's a mm-hmm. thing that's that that's visceral. It's about a visceral experience that comes from these moments that you you only are able to understand it when someone else is impacted by it, and then then it makes you realize like, oh damn, okay, okay, yeah. So I won't mm-hmm. even try to. <laughs> but yeah, just, I, just that makes sense. Though. Yeah, and uh, and the flip side of the point, which is most of the times when we go back on it is because of something that is either vulnerable or something where and that actually is the most powerful of everything. So that's how you know. And don't worry about what you're gonna do with it. Just just don't let yourself get in the way of missing out on capturing it. You know? Okay. But, yeah. But I'm excited golly, this is great. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is great. This is great. So yes, uh yeah, shoot me that. I'll um I'll make the connection because the, the the woman that I'm talking about, um Coco, Coco Lorraine Vera, she's actually in town. She's she's in town now, and she'll be oh, leaving okay. to go back to Canada this weekend. 
and she's going back with a renewed mindset about the same thing you're going there for as far as uh, in general, even though you're going there for another specialty as far as the social media month. But yeah, same thing. maybe I can meet her while she's here. I'm gonna I'm going to make it. I want I want to work on that. So. <laughs> so that can happen. I'm sorry. So, all right, okay. cool. I'm gonna let you go because I know it's been over five. But yes, this no. Is okay, so we'll catch up because I just gotta knock out some stuff before this two o'clock call, and it's gonna take me a little bit. Okay, cool. And I'll. So I love talking to you. So. Yeah, same here. Same here. And I'll send you a text so we can figure out, you know, a meetup time. Okay, sounds good. All right, sure. Good talking. Right. I'll talk to you soon. You too. Bye. All right.